Thanks for joining us for another message from the City Church. We're a local church in Mississauga, Ontario, gathering in community as we move closer to Jesus. We hope this message from our special guest speaker encourages you wherever you're joining us from today. Hey everyone, thank you for letting me be a part of your Sunday morning for just a little bit. Uh, We love you, we miss you, really looking forward to seeing you all again hopefully soon. I just wanted to share with you uh, a little bit today, uh, something that's been on my heart, uh, something that I believe God's been dealing with me about, and I am sure that there are others of you out there uh, like me, and so let's just get into it because I think this is going to be really good. Uh, I think for some of us, this time uh, in quarantine has been, uh, has sort of created space. And I think for others, I think it has been the busiest it's ever been. And you're overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, you feel like you can't even put two thoughts together. Uh, For me, I have older children. I have a 16-year-old and I have a 20-year-old. And so where I have found myself with children that are a little bit older is I find that I have created some space being at home. Everything that I was working on for work and personally basically came to a screeching halt. And I'm sure a lot of you could say the same. Very strange. Um, However, what ended up happening is I had all this time sort of alone with my thoughts. And, uh, you know, when we're busy, when we're distracted by you know, a thousand different little things, some things that are important, like our jobs and our family, uh, some things that are maybe not as important, uh, going out, running errands, uh, you know, just little things that you do day in and day out routine. But they do take up time and they do take up space in your thought life. So suddenly here I found myself over the last few months kind of with my thoughts more than usual. And uh, we got out some old videos that we hadn't seen in years, our family. And one of them was of Pastor Brent and my honeymoon. So of course, you can imagine our girls were just thrilled that they were finally going to see us when we were younger and they loved it. And it was actually really fun Uh, for Pastor Brent and I to kind of travel back in time to when we were both 24 years old and see this video of us on our honeymoon. And as I was watching it, I thought, oh, you know, I look so young. (laughs) And oh, I had no idea what was out in front of me. And, you know, some of it's been very hard. Some of it's been really, really good, really good. And I wouldn't change it. But, you know, when you see yourself kind of in the past, so to speak, and we hadn't seen this video probably in over 20 years. Uh, It's a little strange, and it kind of got the wheels turning for me, and I began thinking a little bit, and I thought, boy, look at that girl, you know, and I started thinking about some of the, the thought patterns I had when I was that age, and then it occurred to me, I still have some of the same thought patterns now at almost 50 years old as I did when I was 24. Some of them are fantastic. They serve me well. It's my personality. Uh, It's my bend, so to speak. And I think that that uniqueness has allowed me to be a blessing to uh, the church and to my family in a lot of areas. However, 
Uh, I'm sure some of you are with me here. Some of those thought patterns that I realized uh, maybe I was hanging on to weren't serving me well all these years. But, uh, you know, in almost 26 years, I don't think I've ever slowed down, honestly, long enough to really think that through. And I don't know if any of you are with me today on this, but over the last few months in, in quarantine, there are probably some things that we have said or done, you know, that we're ashamed of. Um, and, and, you know, it's going to be different for all of us. But if we're being honest, however, there's a lot of things we've probably uh, said or done or accomplished that we're actually really, really proud of. And uh, this, is, this is sort of human nature. But I think what God was dealing with me after I watched this video and kind of had this epiphany that some of the things that I needed to deal with as a 24-year-old that probably didn't even realize in my immaturity at that age I needed to deal with, I probably should have dealt with by now. So I hope you're still with me here. I hope this isn't too hardcore for a Sunday morning, but I promise you this is going to be good. I promise you this is going to help all of us because it really has helped me. Um, sometimes when we slow down, there's a magnifying glass on our character. And uh, I think you know what I mean by that. In other words, um, we get quiet and, and sometimes those areas in our lives that we haven't intentionally hidden necessarily, but uh, we kind of haven't really thought about suddenly jump out at us. And it doesn't always take a video of your honeymoon, you know, almost 26 years ago for, for you to get quiet and to realize these things, but it did for me. And uh, I think your routine changes, like with staying at home and like in the quarantine, and you find yourself going over some of your life and your choices. This is not a bad thing if we do it God's way. Now, if we're sitting around and there's condemnation and we're feeling guilt and we're alone with our thoughts, and we're like, oh my gosh, you know, maybe I've wasted my life or why did I make that decision? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about God's way, which brings life and brings freedom and brings clarity. Um, during this time, I was also cleaning out my basement. And that's where I found the video, by the way, in my basement. There was a complete disaster and has been for probably since I had children. Um, I was going through boxes that I hadn't looked through in a very long time. And we've moved a few times. And so, you know, these same boxes were the boxes that we were moving. Each time we moved, still taped up, they said something on the outside of the box. I'm sure we wrote many, many years, a decade, 15 years ago. Who knows? It wasn't even accurate. So I had not been opening up this, this particular box that I'm thinking of in 19 years, probably, opened this box the other day. And in this box was my 20-year-old's baby sock from when she was 10 months old, from when we had gone on a trip uh, to Italy when Pastor Brent was ministering there. This box had not been opened. I could tell by the contents. It was like travel stuff and this one little sock and it had not been opened in 19 years. And we had been carrying this box from house to house with each move. And we've moved a few times, never opened it. It's just taking up space. She certainly doesn't wear that sock anymore, that size. Kind of ridiculous. Stay with me. 
There were some other boxes. There were some boxes. I mean, I, I went for it. I'm not done. But there were some boxes of stuff that was really outdated that I thought, you know, I, I might still like that when, you know, we get into this house. Or sentimental, like some baby clothes I was hanging on to. I'm like, oh, I can't, can't get rid of these baby clothes. You know, they, they're just, oh, when they were little, you know, moms, you get me. And then some things, you know, that we've just outgrown and for some reason was just hanging on to all of this stuff, all of these boxes. But again, remember, alone with my thoughts, lots of time to think, older children, kind of got me thinking that this is exactly what we do in our lives is we pack some stuff away, we sort of forget it's there, and we keep moving through life with these boxes taped shut of things that we haven't shined a light on. And I really believe that uh, this time has afforded all of us an opportunity, if we're being really honest, to maybe open up some of that stuff and have a look, and it's for our own good. For example, that box, 19 years old, carrying it from house to house, just unnecessary, um, outgrown. For example, uh, I had these lamps that I had bought at Target years ago. I thought they were incredible. Couldn't wait to use them. Uh, you know, had to go to the States to buy them. They're sitting in a box. Am I using them? No, I'm not. We've been carrying them from house to house. Why? Because they, I've outgrown it, kind of like old thought patterns, kind of like uh, bad habits that try to re-engage, things like that. Kind of just stuff that we, we've outgrown, that we need to leave behind, but we haven't taped up in a box, kind of still carrying it around. Or what about uh, the, the box of stuff you thought, you know, I might need this someday. Uh, I'm scared to get rid of it. For example, for me, that's like some furniture that we've been carrying from house to house. But the problem with that stuff that you're afraid to kind of get rid of, uh, it's heavy. It's a burden. You keep carrying it with you. And listen, some of those things we're afraid to get rid of, it's like hurt or unforgiveness or that edge we have to our personality that isn't really who we are. It's just based on stuff in the past, but we're scared to get rid of it. So we keep carrying it with us through life. And lastly, what about the sentimental box? You know, the baby clothes box. You know, we don't want to get rid of that stuff because that sort of, to me, that represented the past. You know, things that, oh, you know, they're just so precious and that was a good time. But basically what we're kind of saying is, I'm stuck in the past, I'm uncertain about the future, so I have to sort of hang on to these things I'm sentimental about in my, in my past, in my life, because I don't know what the future has for me. I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad, at least I have this. Oh, thank goodness for these good old days. And listen, there's nothing wrong with good memories, but if they keep us frozen and paralyzed in the past, we're not moving forward, and that's, that's never God's plan for our life. So the basement and the honeymoon video brought uh, lots of insight for me. Um, but I really believe that whatever is no longer serving us, we need to let go. And I think God, God wants us, is encouraging us to let go. And I think what it really does when you really get alone with these thoughts and you start kind of thinking and realizing and seeing these things that you haven't dealt with, I think for me, it was an opportunity to really locate where I was spiritually. And, you know, just being super real with you guys. Um, it's an opportunity to be honest with yourself and to deal with issues, you know, that you've realized 
in that moment you've ignored or, you know, you honestly didn't recognize that you had. Maybe some people in your life recognized it, but you didn't see it. Here's the deal. There is no shame, no shame attached to this. This is where it's different with God. This is not condemnation. This is not the enemy speaking to you, trying to get you to feel bad and down on yourself and discouraged. No, this is just an honest evaluation between you and God. It's important in that moment when you start to see these things, if you're like me, that you ask God to show you the tucked away hidden parts of yourself that you've hidden or you've made excuses for. In Psalm 139.23, the Passion Translation, which a lot of you know I love, it says, God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me and put me to the test. Sift through all my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain that I'm walking on. And lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. And in Proverbs 21.3 message translation, it says, clean living before God and justice with our neighbors mean far more to God than religious performance. And what this spoke to me, first of all, that scripture in Psalm was just in, in the moment I was sort of processing all of this, just really, really jumped out at me in love. And then the Proverbs scripture talking about, you know, religious performance. I don't think any of us set out in the morning to wake up and think, I'm going to put on a show today. That's not what I mean. I think what it means in sort of like the for us in the practical day-to-day uh, where this made sense to me was that we wake up and those things we're carrying around that we haven't dealt with, you know, they're still at work in our lives, even if it's beneath the surface, even if it's unconsciously done. But the problem with that is that we're not meant to be carrying those boxes through life. We're not meant to be leaving things unpacked that should have been unpacked and tossed years ago. And then once you've dealt with these things, the glorious part of it is that it frees you up. It's never a show. You are free. You are, you are liberated from things you didn't even know were holding you back. And that's literally God's heart. When people don't see inside of us um, can often be uh, like, like when I'm describing these boxes that we're carrying around and it's heavy and you don't always let it show. You don't even know you're carrying it sometimes, but it's heavy, you know? But God, you're asking the question, show me what I need to change. God, I invite your searching gaze, show me. It's just, it's, again, there's no shame. It's just an honest evaluation between you and God. Show me what I need to change. Show me what I've been carrying around that I had no business carrying around all this time. I want to be the best version of myself. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you go through those boxes and the thought occurs to you, you know what, I know I dropped that stuff off at Salvation Army, but I, oh, I I really think I'm going to miss those lamps. I think that was a bad call. I think, you know, 
I still don't forgive that person. What they did was wrong. It was not okay. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to jump in the car. I'm going to go back and pick up those lamps, you know, that I should have got rid of. you. No, leave them there. It's not doing you any good. It does you no credit to carry that stuff around. I promise you, you will not be sorry. God has a plan for you. And it means leaving that stuff behind. Uh, you're not going to see uh, what needs changing if you don't ask God for help because we're limited. You know, like I said, sometimes people can see it in you and you don't see it, but we're limited. We need God's help. He will show you. There's no condemnation. He will love you through it. But you also need to spend time in his word because when we spend time in his word, it's a mirror and it shows us the word of God, uh, God's heart, God's thoughts. And if we're not spending time in the word, we kind of don't know what lines up in our life. We're looking in a mirror, but we're, we're not doing anything with what we see. Or we're looking in a mirror, I mean, if we don't change. And, or we're looking in the mirror and, you know, we're looking in the mirror of God's word and we're thinking, oh, well, the word of God says this and I have not been thinking that way. And I've been thinking this way for a long, long time. You know what? It's time to change. That's the wonderful thing about God's word. And God will help you make those changes. He wants to. He's been waiting. He is ready. He's excited. And he knows you're going to be better off. I promise you won't regret it. But when all of that's done, and listen, it's going to be a journey. All right. You're going to be unpacking boxes maybe for a while. Some of us, you know, uh, we don't have as much <laughs> to unpack. Others, we have stuff we forgot existed, you know, in our basement. Uh, but remember, when you have asked God and he has shown you and you have with uh, no shame gone to God and said, God, forgive me. I don't want any part of this anymore. I don't believe this is who I am. I want your best for me. Remember this. Romans 8.1. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. And when you let go, you remember condemnation is not from him. It can change the trajectory of your life and your home. Uh, so I hope if there's anyone else out there like me, whether you need to clean your basement, get rid of some stuff, or maybe you've had a little space and time to think, and you know, you realize there's some stuff I need to deal with. Maybe this whole quarantine thing has offered me a little space and a little time to get real with God. I encourage you to take advantage of it. Moms, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. I have a little something I wanted to share with you, and then we're going to close. Uh, you know, if you have young children at home, first of all, you have my utmost respect and admiration. Um, I have older children, and um, I'm sure it looks very different at our house. And uh, I want you to know that solidarity, man, solidarity. Don't you dare quit. You can do this. Dads, too. I know there's a lot of dads at home with young kids. I just wanted to encourage you, uh, interrupted plans uh, can sometimes bring unexpected and important wins. And maybe that's easy for me to say with older kids, uh, but I think that this applies across the board. I really do for all of us, whether we have kids or not. Interrupted plans 
can still bring unexpected and important wins. Uh, there isn't wasted time with God. God always, uh, always, always wants to bring about the premium in any circumstance. Now listen, don't misunderstand. He did not create this mess. This is not God orchestrated, what we're living in right now. Only good comes from God, always good and nothing bad. That's who God is. This is not his idea, but he can bend what was intended for destruction and use it to reconstruct us in this time with what we've been given. It is not wasted. It can bring unexpected and important wins, just like we were talking about before. But parents, <laughs> what about on those days that are really hard or seemingly random or just blank? Uh, or the days when you literally don't think you can do it anymore. Uh, now listen, I survived some of those days not in quarantine. This is something completely different. I know it is. But I believe that with God, there is always value. God loves you. He loves your children. There is still value in these days that we're living in, even in the hard days. So you find that hard day come on you. You hear yourself and your, and your thoughts, oh, this was a hard day. Yes, it was hard, but there was still value in this day. What about the day that just really wasn't perfect? Any recovering perfectionist out there was not perfect. I had the best laid plans, and it was just a mess. Well, you know what? There was still value in this day. Going to bed at night, you know, maybe didn't feel like it, but there was still value in this day. What about a day that broke your heart? A lot of us are going through some unimaginable things right now. But you know what? Even in the midst of that, there was still value in that day, in that week. God is not a God of waste. There will always be value at the end. He will always take a situation that is chaotic and disappointing and confusing, and he will turn it we will come out stronger than we were before. You just watch. Uh, sometimes it's really just about reminding yourself that you can trust God, even when it's hard. It's not denial to, to feel what you're feeling and to still lean on God's strength. Uh, that's exactly the point. Let go and let his perfection lead you in it and through it. God's grace doesn't erase our circumstances, but it gives us the ability to come out stronger than before. Uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to speak to you on today, this is kind of funny. Um, I must have been watching the news, something about stimulus package. And this is, this is just how my mind works. Uh, and I had this thought, you know, God is for you. His word supports you, and his spirit empowers you. Take advantage of God's stimulus package for right now. Because, listen, obviously none of us can get through this without God's help. Who would want to try? He has provided grace for this time, and we just have to lean into it. We can feel what we're feeling and lean into it. God wants us to. That's why, that's why he gives us grace. 
my last scripture is Psalm 42.6. Now, I, I know Pastor Brent has shared this uh, 42.5 a couple times, but I don't know. I was reading 42.6, and I really liked what this translation said. This, this just spoke to me. When my soul's in the dumps, God, I rehearse everything that I know of you. In other words, when all the other stuff is starting to pile up and I have a lot of feelings and I'm thinking this is hard or scary or frustrating or, or confusing or, you know, maybe I'm dealing with the loss of a loved one or a job. I know the list goes on and on. But you know what? I also know that I can trust God. And so when I'm feeling like I'm hitting the floor I'm going to ask myself this question. Why, soul, are you cast down? When my soul is in the dumps, I rehearse everything I know of you because I know that God is faithful. And I know that each one of us can look back and, and take note of a time when God has come through for us. He has not changed. He is the same and he is good. Uh, moms, I just wanted to encourage you on this Mother's Day. You are doing a far better job than you're giving yourself credit for. I don't care how many bad days you've had. You're doing great. Keep it up. Like I said, don't you dare quit. And you are loved, you are necessary, and you are equipped specifically for your children. This season will pass. Celebrate your wins, and we celebrate you. Happy Mother's Day. I'm just going to pray for everyone today. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for you. We're grateful because we know we can trust you no matter what circumstance we find ourselves in, no matter what unplanned situation, no matter what uh, world event, no matter what is going on in and around us, we can trust in you. And I thank you, Father, that right now, you are encouraging everyone listening to this message. I thank you, Father, that your spirit brings peace and comfort to those who are struggling with anxiety and confusion and fear. I thank you, Father, that you are helping us to see the areas in our life that we need to unpack and clean out and give to you so that we can run our race and finish our race I thank you, Father God, for all the parents out there, specifically the moms and dads with young kids at home. I thank you, Father, that they are uniquely equipped to raise their children. I thank you that you help empower them, Father God, that you give them the strength and the wisdom they need to get through this time. And I thank you for every one of these kids at home, from the youngest to the oldest, I thank you, Father God, that they will come out ahead. They will come out even better. I thank you for this time you've given us. As hard as it is, we're grateful for this time with our families. I thank you, Father God, for every mom who is listening today. I thank you that you remind them of how important and loved they are. Jesus, in your name, amen. How good was that, everyone? How about some of these lines from that message? Interrupted plans bring unexpected and important wins. 
So great. And I love this, just this thought. I want to unpack the unwanted boxes in the basement of my heart. So great. I'm so thankful for my wife who brought that message. How many of you think that was a great message for you today? If you're watching this on the live broadcast, throw up an amen, throw up a praise hand, because man, that was just such a great message today. And just to finish up with uh, Mother's Day today, I just want to honor and celebrate all of the moms out there today. You guys are doing a great job. We love you so much. And specifically, I just want to honor um, the, my two favorite moms, my mother and Nicole, who you just heard from, the two best mothers I know, and just some amazing um, uh, you know, thoughts about motherhood that God has created moms for us and just the wonderful spirit of motherhood that we see manifest and show up in the lives of mothers. And just three things that I see in Nicole and my mom is that they are prayerful, they are adaptable, and they are strong. There's nobody that can pray for you like your mom. And so I am just so thankful for my wife and for my mother today, and I just really wanted to honor them. And uh, one thing that's great about mothers is that they are always laying down their lives for us, and that is what the gospel is all about, the good news about Jesus, that he came and he laid his life down for us just like a mom would. And that's why we celebrate moms, because there's just so much love that comes from moms, but the ultimate love uh, that we can experience in our lives is the love of God, which we know and we can experience when we decide to accept the love that God gives us. The gospel, the good news is all about Jesus, that he came, he lived a sinless life, he died on the cross, he rose from the dead, all so we could have a relationship with God for ourselves. So if you're watching this today and you feel like, you know what, I don't have a relationship with God, how do I have my own relationship with God? Well, the scripture is very clear about it that we can't actually qualify for a relationship with God with our own goodness, trying to be like a really good or moral person and then offer that to God and then, oh, I can have a relationship that way. No, God doesn't accept our goodness. We can't try to be very religious people, create some sort of religion and then offer that to God and say, okay, God, here's my religion that I offer you and then he'll give us a relationship with him based on that. No, a relationship with God only comes as a gift. It's called grace. And God gives us all this grace. And all we have to do is say yes to a relationship with him. So if you're watching this today, either on the live broadcast or a replay of it, we invite you to say yes to Jesus. I'm gonna pray a prayer here in a second to make Jesus the Lord of your life. It's just the starting place of our relationship with God. So let's just all bow our heads and close our eyes and pray this prayer today. God, we thank you for Jesus today. We thank you that he came and he lived a sinless life. We thank you that he died on a cross and you raised him from the dead. All so that I could know you. So today I say yes to a relationship with you. God, I call you my father. Jesus, I call you my Lord. God, I purpose to follow after you in your ways. I thank you for salvation today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, if you are watching the live broadcast, there's a place for you, for you to click there to let us know that you prayed that prayer, you made that decision for the very first time. And also, if we, we would love to pray with you 
if you have made that choice for the very first time, your rededication of your life to Christ, there's a place for you to click there, live prayer. One of our team members would love to connect with you, um, send you some information. Uh, if you don't have a, a local church to attend, you live in the Mississauga area, we, in, we invite you to be part of our church family when we are uh, able to gather again physically until now. We'd love to invite you to keep joining us online. But if you're watching from somewhere else, please reach out to us and let us know where you're watching from. We would love to help you find a local church to attend uh, from wherever you are. Well, thanks for watching today. Uh, we still got some great stuff coming up. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Thank you for taking the time to listen in. Be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for other messages. For more content from The City Church or to connect with us, visit us at thecitychurch.ca or find us on Facebook or Instagram at citychurchgta. Thanks again for joining us.